quote, always characterized by elegance, restraint, a sense of permanence, as well as clear compositions and refined detailing, his buildings each time exude clarity, surprise, sophisticated contextuality, and confident presence. In an era of excessive commercialization, over-designing and over-exaggeration, he can always achieve balance between a modern minimalistic architectural language and freedom of expression, between abstract statements and rigorous elegance never devoid of complexity." Unquote. That was the jury citation of the 2023 Pritzker Prize. This year, the winner was the British architect David Chipperfield. David Allen Chipperfield was born in London in 1953 and was raised on a farm in Devon, in southwest England. There, the barns and other rural buildings gave life to his first impressions of architecture. Chipperfield has two important degrees. He graduated from the Kingston School of Art and the Architectural Association School of Architecture, both in London. The beginning of David Chipperfield's professional career is impressive. He worked with notable architects at England, including Norman Foster and Richard Rogers. After these experiences, in 1985, he opened his own practice, David Chipperfield Architects. In the early years, Chipperfield focused on designing retail interiors. One of the first projects was for a store in London for Japanese fashion designer Issei Miyake. Also very early, he had the opportunity to carry out retail interior designs in Paris, Tokyo and New York. Soon, the reputation he had been building opened doors for bigger projects. In 1987, for example, he was called to design the Goto Museum in Tokyo, which was just one of the many commissions he received in Japan. Therefore, he opened a head office in Tokyo in 1989. In his native country, his first building was the River and Rowing Museum, held between 1989 and 1997, a museum that houses a collection of rowing boats. Located at the south bank of the Thames, the museum building is elevated above the ground on concrete pillars due to the occasional flooding of the river. The first sketches were inspired by local river boathouses and traditional wooden barns. With a very simple form, the building is conceived in two parts a transparent and open entry floor space containing public areas and a sequence of first-floor galleries, enclosed and lit by skylights. The areas of the upper floor are clad with untreated green oak wood, a wood that hardens and weathers well with age and harmonizes with the local vernacular architecture. The next major building designed by Tipperfield was the Neues Museum in Berlin, a remarkable work of heritage intervention. The original building had been built between 1841 and 1859, but during the World War II was left largely in ruins due to the bombings. 
1997, Chipper Fields Office won an international competition for the rebuilding of the structure. The central idea of the project was to recomplete the original volume since sectors of the building had been destroyed. The archaeological restoration followed the guidelines of the Charter of Venice, respecting the historical structure in its different states of preservation. Thus, the gaps left by the bombings were filled with elements that seek not to visually compete with the original elements of the building. The restoration sought to emphasize the original structure that survived time. Then, the new elements and materials were carefully inserted to rebuild without imitate the original construction. Looking at the building, we can differentiate the original elements from the new ones. The new exhibition rooms were built with large format prefabricated concrete elements consisting of white cement mixed with Saxonian marble chips. This same type of concrete was used to rebuild the central staircase, which repeats the form of the original staircase without replicating it. The new staircase has simple, almost minimalist white shapes, contrasting subtly with the majestic surrounding hall that has been preserved only as a brick volume. After being in ruins for more than 60 years, the building finally reopened to the public in 2009. But it is important to remember that the newest museum project was done by Chipperfield's office in partnership with Julian Harrop, a specialist in repair and restoration of historic buildings. In fact, collaboration is fundamental to Chipperfield, who sees partnerships as a key part of the work process. He sees architecture as a collaborative process that depends on the quality of work of the people who are part of it. The newest museum is a remarkable work of restoration. But this is not Chipperfield's only outstanding intervention on historic buildings. For the quality of his projects, he also had the opportunity to carry out interventions in the iconic Piazza San Marco in Venice, one of the world's best-known squares. More specifically, Chipperfield restored Procuratie Vecchie, the building that is positioned at the north side of the square. Originally, Procuratie Vecchie was built in the 16th century. The architectural design proposed by Chipperfield had a flexible approach, taking into account the complexity of the historical construction that, over the centuries, had already received successive modifications. Chipperfield's series of new interventions in the building sought to create a more coherent whole, while considering the various layers of history. Interiors were restored, new vertical circulation was inserted, and the third floor was renovated, where brick walls were left uncovered to show the traces of transformations over 500 years. Another important restoration work carried out by Chipperfield was the renovation of the Neue National Gallery building in Berlin. 
This historic building created by Mies van der Rohe was designed and built between 1963 and 1968 and became an icon of the 20th century architecture. Among the improvements done by Chipperfield's interventions are new air conditioning systems, new artificial light and security facilities, as well as the inclusion of areas such as cafe, shop, as well as improving disabled access. However, all these interventions were designed to have as little visual impact as possible on the original appearance of the building. According to Tipperfield's own office, quote, the refurbishment project does not represent a new interpretation, but rather a respectful repair of this landmark building of the international style, unquote. By the time it took this work to be ready, we can imagine the complexity of intervening in such an iconic modern building. The project started in 2012 and the work was completed only in 2021. In addition to the works mentioned so far, other important Chipperfield's well-known works are the Jumex Museum of Contemporary Art in Mexico City, the One Pancras Square building in London, the Valentino flagship store in Milan, the Amore Pacific headquarters in Seoul, and so many others. David Chipperfield is also known for his stance of defending social and environmental welfare. He says, quote, Architects can't operate outside of society. We need society to come with us. And yes, maybe we can provoke and complain, and we can find models. But we need a planning framework. We need ambitions. We need priorities. Essentially, what we have to hope now is that the environmental crisis makes us reconsider the priorities of society, that profit is not the only thing that should be motivating our decisions." Unquote. In more than 40 years of practice, David Chipperfield has developed more than 100 works of different uses and scales in many different locations. He designed housing, commercial, civic and cultural buildings and also carried out urban plans. His projects were built through Asia, Europe and North America by his head offices in London, Berlin, Shanghai, Milan and Santiago de Compostela. His architecture is known for its simple forms with rigorous designs and a great elegance. According to the Pritzker's jury citation, quote, the careful, well-crafted, precise and calm responses he has offered to the goals aspired to in his buildings can only originate in a deep and sustained knowledge of the discipline. Yet those responses are never self-centered, nor do they serve in any way as art for art's sake. Rather, they always remained focused on the higher purpose of the undertaking and on the pursuit of civic and public good." Unquote. Dear listeners, thanks for listening! 
My name is Temis da Silva and you have just listened to the Objective Architectures episode about David Chipperfield. If you have some comments, questions or suggestions, feel free to contact me by Instagram or by email. Also, please remember to rate the program with a 5-star review. Objective Architecture is an independent project. Listeners' contribution will help the podcast continue being produced. Each episode takes hours of research, script writing, editing and publishing. You can support all this work on Patreon. The link is at the podcast description. The incomes generated there will go towards production costs, working time, books, research materials and whatever else needed to improve the show. In return, the patrons get access to exclusive content like the episode scripts, including images, as well as bonus episodes. But if you want to help in another way, it would be great if you could share this and other episodes with your friends who might be interested. Follow us and stay tuned for the next episodes. Thanks and see you next week!